All right. Hi, and welcome to the UNE Guide podcast. My name is Connor, and today I'll be hosting the show as per usual. It's going to be a slightly different show today, as I'm here on my own. I don't have any other guests. So um, I'll jump right into it. We're going to be discussing um, what to do after exams. So the exam period has just finished up for UNE, um, as I'm sure you're aware. Uh, It can get very stressful. So I think having some ideas about what to do to unwind before the beginning of T2 um, and some, you know, tips and tricks if you don't get the results that you've wanted or if you've undergone some stressful uh, events recently. So I'll be talking about some of that today also. So to let you know a little bit about myself, I realize I haven't introduced myself formally or properly on any of the shows. Um, I always leave the guests to do that and I set myself up as somebody just behind the scenes asking the questions. But today um, I get to let you know a bit about what's going on in my life and who I am. So my name is Connor. I work for the University of New England um, under the student wellness team banner. So that basically means I deal with students both on campus and online. So my specialty is online, but I also deal with on-campus students as well. That involves particular case management um, of students who are undergoing stresses. Um, I also help run and organize events here at the university for on-campus students. We are looking to expand that to the online audience and help make a more equitable um, distribution, I guess, of, of resources. So something to look forward to in the future if you are an online student listening to this later on. So... I'm also a recent graduate of Macquarie University. I finished doing a Bachelor of Science there two years ago now. So not recent, oh, maybe a year ago, a full year and a couple of months ago. Um, Since that time, I moved up here to Armadale uh, to pursue my Master's of Science with a major in genetics. And through that, I ended up working here as well. So fully immersed myself in the university system. To begin talking about our topic today, um, I, again, as I'll mention once more, I'm, I'm usually here with other people, so I'm going to let you know a bit about my experiences um, sitting exams and studying and the way that I handle those situations. So drawing off of other people's experiences as well um, as myself, it's okay to just get by um, with your studies if you have other things going on in your life or even if studies are your overall focus. I'm going to start off by saying don't put too much pressure on yourself. This is a big deal and it is you know, determining the direction of your future. But at the same time, it's also a great opportunity to have fun, meet some like-minded individuals, even networking. Um, networking was not- nothing that was ever strongly pushed for me doing a science degree i feel like possibly um and this is speaking through experience of others um it's pushed more in the media and arts degrees as you will end up working with those people probably more closely more immediately whereas with science from what i've experienced and from those around me as well there's usually a little bit of lag time between when you finish your undergrad especially um, and you'll be when when you're working with those other people directly too. 
So I've done a lot of exams, and I mean a lot of them. Completely finished my undergrad, um, obviously doing exams all before that throughout my high school time, and I keep doing exams to this day. I just finished up with one of my exams now. Very stressful. Working um, full-time, as I know a lot of other students do, and studying is is a big ask. It's It definitely puts the pressure on. So I would highly advise that people who are doing that very strongly consider their workload. So I only study one unit at a time now. Um, I originally was studying a half-time workload, but then I noticed that my results were not where I'd like them to be. So I reconsidered and reconfigured my workload, and since that, my, my marks have seen a noticeable increase. So... If you are struggling with your with your grades, I do recommend taking a look at what you've got going on in your life um, and maybe doing a little bit of thinking about where your priorities lay uh, and what the necessities are. So obviously, if you have a family at home, you can't take too much time, if any, off of work. So maybe that does mean that it takes you an extra year to complete your degree, but it's definitely needed. Um, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd highly recommend it, especially if it's something where you wish to pursue future studies, so your GPA is more important. Um, definitely, definitely reconsider. So I've done both really well and really poorly um, in my exams over the, my, my course of study. Uh, once again, it is highly dependent on external factors, but it also depends on the sort of pressure I put on myself. I noticed when I first started studying, I had all of this pressure on me. Um, that pressure was put on myself by just myself. Um, I, I wanted to do future studies, um, postgrad studies ever since I started, and I was under the impression that I needed to you know, be studying ridiculous hours and not seeing my friends or doing anything like that in order to achieve the results that I wanted. It's actually interesting. I got much better results after... I had finished studying, uh, sorry, after I had finished with that, that thought path. So I started seeing my friends more, uh, I think midway through my second year of study, still studying full-time at that point, um, but things got too much for me. So I was still working, not full-time, just at a cafe, and I ended up doing part-time work at the cafe, part-time study, and then I was also seeing my friends and doing events and going on hikes with them, bush walks, that sort of thing. Um, I was focusing more on, I guess, mindful aspects as well, doing some light meditation. Um, and all of those things compounded in a way which I wasn't really expecting. I ended up receiving dramatically increased grades. I went from not just passing, but I was getting mostly passes and credits to moving on from that point to getting distinctions and high distinctions. And it was as all it was was a rebalance uh, of my work life and study life. So it is really important to make sure that you have that, I guess, human connection. Otherwise, if you're anything like me, um, things can get, you know, a little bit dicey in regards to your grades. Um, yeah. So. Something I'm going to move on to next as well, I mentioned in the beginning what to do if you've experienced some sort of family trauma or if something has happened which has impacted your study. So there's a number of different options. Um, obviously, the best option is to withdraw before the academic or financial census dates. 
So the academic census date is probably the more important one um, for most students just because they will be getting HECS or HELP loans. So um, if you are deferring those fees and intending to pay them off later, the academic census date is more important. However, it is also important to keep in mind that this is real money that you're spending, even if you are deferring the fees to a later date. It's real money. You're going to have to pay that sooner or later. Um, so best, best option is to withdraw before the financial census date, um, at which point you know you don't need to pay for anything. It's as if you didn't take the unit at all. Just when you withdraw at the academic census date, you still need to pay for the unit, but it isn't reflected on your GPA um, at the end when you get your test tamer. So what happens if you don't do that? If you're past that point, still try your best to get things done. See how you go. I mean, it's not the end of the world if you've been getting a credit average and then you get a pass. Um, or, you know, if you're a distinction average, if you're a particularly high-performing student and then you end up getting a pass, that's okay. It's not the end of the world. I mean, the majority of my undergraduate degree was passes and I'm doing absolutely fine. I'm doing postgrad studies and I'm doing better than ever essentially. So it's not something to worry about. Obviously, it's ideal if that doesn't happen. Um, and if you do end up getting a fail mark, um, there are some last ditch efforts that you can attempt. So you can get your units remissed. So if you get a unit remissed, that basically means that you don't need to have the um, academic implications of, of that unit show up on your test tamer. So it's just like withdrawing before the academic census date. Um, you still need to pay the unit fees. However, it's as if you didn't do the unit at all um, in regards to the academic world. So that can be problematic. It increases the length of your course. Um, and obviously it does rack up that hex bill. So try to keep this as a last ditch resort if possible. And also you do need some fairly serious um, external or internal circumstances, I suppose, um, in order to get, to get that remission. Something I also recommend as well though, um, if you are in the middle of a trimester or right near the end, Try getting an extension first. Email your unit coordinator. Outline some of the circumstances that you're in. If you have a medical certificate, that works wonders as well. Um, if you can get that extension, that is a better option than, than getting the unit remissed. So moving on beyond that point, um, regardless of whether you've done fantastically or skimmed through, um, after all the stress that you experience, it can be difficult to unwind. So I'll talk about one of the methods to unwind really quickly, and then I will go on a song break, um, and then we'll come back and we'll keep going beyond that point. So one of the ways that I like to unwind um, is to focus on other activities or hobbies, to really immerse myself in the, not extracurricular, but non academic activities so uh, I really enjoy playing sports um, I like to stay active and I find that that's always hindered at least in some capacity while I'm studying so I pick up my hobbies 
much more, I guess, engaged. I'm much more engaged in my hobbies, I should say, um, during my during my study break at the end of the trimester. So an example of that is I've just finished up with my exams. I had my last exam um, on the last day of the exam period. And now uh, I get to go back and do some of my sports in town. Um, and it's good because I get to socialize a lot more with the people who I do those sports with. Um, and, you know, we always end up going out and hanging out afterwards. And it's just something that I miss, I think, while I'm studying. Um, I do make time for it, but it is it is a lot less frequent while I am studying. So, I mean, whether it be woodworking or if you really like going on hikes, for example, if that's your hobby or camping, I highly recommend taking advantage of the study break and going and doing some of those activities. I'll talk more about that uh, and some other questions or other other points I have here later on. Um, I will quickly now play Olivia Rodrigo, All I Want.
All right, and we're back with the UNE Guide podcast and radio show. So today we're talking about exams and what to do after exams, how to unwind. Um, I've already gotten into some of it. I'll keep going for now. So I just briefly mentioned with the spare time that you have to focus on other activities like your hobbies, um, it occurs to me that a lot of people don't feel like they have hobbies uh, and it's not something that you're already you know, actively engaging with, or there's there's no sports that you play, um, no instruments, that sort of thing. You're actually in an excellent situation. Pick up something new. Now is the perfect time. Everyone starts somewhere, and while it might feel frustrating if you're learning an instrument, or slightly awkward if you're joining a sports team, I'm telling you, it is an excellent opportunity to make friends, um, or even to just diversify a skill set. That you might already be interested in. When I first started um, in the sports that I'm currently in, I felt very uncomfortable. It's it was something that was strange and foreign to me. Um, but now it's my absolute favorite pastime. So I highly recommend getting into um, a sporting activity uh, if you're not already in one, or if you know you'd prefer to do something like learn an instrument, then then definitely go down that route because that's also very fulfilling and rewarding. Something else you can do is spend time with your family and connect with those who mean the most to you. It's super important and often overlooked focusing on that social aspect. Um, And your family is always a good one too. So if you do have family around uh, that that you can spend some time with, I highly recommend it. It's good for them. It's good for you. Um, if you don't have any family around where you're living, so say you've moved to Armadale and your family are all off in Brisbane, uh, the Northern Territory or wherever they are, maybe international, spend some time with those around you. You know, Even if you don't have very strong relationships with them, now's the perfect time to be growing those relationships. Make some friends, go out maybe if you can afford it to grab some dinner. If you can't, maybe stay home and watch a movie with them. You know, get some popcorn. It's it's an excellent opportunity to really develop and strengthen those bonds. So if you already have them, that's fantastic. You know, keep working on those, strengthen them even further. But if, if not, you've got to push yourself out of that comfort zone and, and really try to engage with people around you that you think you could enjoy spending some serious time with. University is an excellent opportunity to do that as everyone around you is studying. They're all here because they want to be here no one makes you go to university you are here because you want to learn and you're studying what you want to study because you're passionate about it so finding somebody who's studying the same thing or something similar that's an excellent opportunity to meet some like-minded people and alternatively meeting people who you don't study similar things to uh, is also a great opportunity as well Um, sometimes having a different perspective can be very enlightening Another thing you can do is explore your area. So here in Armadale, for example, um, we have a lot of walking trails. Um, We have some great venues in town for both eating and drinking and socializing. Um, there's There's a lot of unique little places around a lot of people who they often don't know are there. So I used to live down in Sydney as well. Everywhere you'd look, there's a little unique place. So somewhere like that, it was very easy for me to find somewhere new to go to. 
Um, whereas Armadale is slightly more difficult with, with less options out there. But I think that what we do have here and in what country towns do have in general, um, we have a sense of community that I don't think Sydney or the venues in Sydney have in the same way. So all of the pubs in town here, they all have something different and unique about them and it all feels like everyone there's a local, um, which isn't necessarily always the case. So I really enjoy that aspect um, and I, I highly recommend you get out there and just try to find something in your area that you haven't done before. You know, it's it's an awesome opportunity to just see what's out there and start accumulating some experiences. Something that I think is very common is people saying, oh, well, I feel too frazzled to even be considering any of these things. How can I go out and go to town to meet friends? Or how can I sit down and watch a movie if I have all of these things I have to do? And I've been so busy and I've been so stressed that now I can't unwind. That's a common feeling. Everyone feels that from time to time. So firstly, don't think you're strange because of it. It's not strange. It's very normal. Secondly, lots and lots of people around you are probably going through it at a very similar time to you. It's the end of exams. Lots of people put pressure on themselves. Lots of people feel they have pressure on them from their units or from the people around them. It's completely normal. Lots of pressure. As soon as that pressure goes away, you're kind of left in a vacuum and you don't really know what to do and you can't really get your bearings properly. So some of the things that I think can be very helpful just mindful, mindfulness and meditation. So just paying attention to what's around you, you know, taking in when the, when the wind blows and you feel that on your skin, even it's something very small, but I think it's something that really grounds you and ties you into reality and shows you that there's more than what's going on just inside your head and the, the stress and pressures that you're feeling. Take this time as well to listen to music, have a bath, just small things, you know, how often do people really sit there and just listen to music? Not very often. Um, they're usually doing the music listening while they're at the gym or while they're playing sports or while they're working or sitting down and listening to some of your favorite music can be a really calming experience. And it's one of those things that can pull you out of that mindset of, oh, I'm so stressed, I can't get out there and do something. Sit down, listen to music for a couple of minutes, take in your surroundings, just breathe. And before you know it, I bet you'll be out there and doing all of those things that you thought that oh, I was too stressed to be able to do. So that's about it for the show today. Um, it's slightly short uh, and it was less structured and formatted than how it usually is. However, I think it's something that is important to do. Um, and it's been quite nice. It's been nice to talk and discuss about things that I think will help students very directly in regards to their studies and share some of my experiences. So thank you for your time, everyone, and special thanks to Tune FM for hosting the show as always and helping out. A big thank you to everyone that's listening in live or on the podcast later on. Feel free to tune in next week. Um, I'm not sure what we're going to be talking about yet, but I'm sure it's going to be very interesting. I hope you've all had an enjoyable listening experience and good luck with your studies in trimester one. If you have recommendations or want any other information about topics we've discussed so far, you can get in contact via the UNE Student Success Facebook page. You've been listening to the UNE Guide here on TuneFM 106.9.